Hi, I'm Neville O'Donoghue. I'm Aaron Kenny. Uh, and welcome to the Benchwarmers on CRY 104 FM. We're having a few technical difficulties there, Nev. Nev. We are coerced. Oh, terrible. Yeah. Uh, we came into the studio, uh, place in a mess. Uh, no no offence to who was before us, but uh, it's just wires everywhere. Like um, I don't know. What, we're new to this, Nev. Just, I know. Just give us a minute and we'll be back with you. <laughs> Right, coming up, Wales are hard done by and New Zealand are awesome. Fergie content with a point at Enfield and much more from the Premiership. Plus the latest GA results from around the country, uh, we have Peter Quilly on the line later on. Uh, we have Vettel win, uh, winning F1 in uh, Korea to seal the Driver Championship for... Uh, uh, and plus the, rest, the best of the rest local sport around the, around the local area. Right, I don't think anything else could have went wrong. There, no, man. no, nothing. No, no. For I, didn't spill, I didn't spill my tea yet, so. Yeah, for the listeners listening there, the whole studio was nearly ready to explode here. What show we got going anyway? Lights flashing. Oh, yeah. Um, anyways, uh, just to make you aware, you can contact, um, the name of the show is The Bench Warmers. Um, you can contact us on, uh, text in to the show on 87 And you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. But first up, myself and Aaron here, we're going to talk uh, about two semi-finals. In the rugby, yeah? Yeah, and uh, I tell you, the one on Saturday morning, it was interesting stuff, controversy all over. So, do you think it was, oh, I, thought, I, I thought the first 20 minutes were great now, I must say. Yeah. Uh, first 20 minutes were good, and then, yeah, Warburton got sent off. I thought it was dour after that. Yeah. I thought it was very bad after that. Well, like, look, it's, t- it's typical semi-final, like, you know, in any sport, like, you know, you're always going to get that. They don't want to let the ball out outside the first centre because they just want to kick the kicks and get. It's all about getting to the final, like semi final, yeah, like, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and I think that's what France do better. Do very well, like they just yeah. get over the line, and that's always been their French mentality. They just get over the line. We better get the elephant out of the room anyway. The Warburton. Uh, yeah. yeah, was it a red or wasn't it? I think personally, I think it was yellow. Yeah, I, I think you you disagreed. Yeah, I, I it's hard to call. Like you know, um, I um, like the rule is if the player has. No regard for the other player is a red like, you know. Yeah, yeah. But um like But how do you judge if he has no regard like and that's the thing, you're not you can't be in the player's head, you know. It was it, it was on around it was around the half a line, it was ten meter line, wasn't it? Uh, the, the, it was um, yeah. it was a it was a um, line, out, line, out. line out, yeah. yeah. And he just ran in. Like if any if any winger, small winger or scrum half runs into a, a back row forward, they're they're going to be put on the floor like badly like. Yeah, do but I, mean? I don't know. He he let him drop in mid. He let him drop as well. Like, you but know? you can't drive him then too. Do you know, I like, can't. What, what is he supposed to do? Yeah. He's kind of like just hold on, hold on a second now, and I just lay him down gently like a, a cradle or something. Do you know, he can't yeah. do that. It's it's in the middle of the game. Like it's it's high intensity. Do yeah, I, mean? I don't know. It, like I'd say, ever since the Brian O'Driscoll incident back in the Lions tour yeah. back in two thousand nine, that was very unfortunate. Though. Nine was it or no? Uh, two thousand and uh, f- uh, five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's been highlighted now ever since, and you can understand where Alan Roland was coming from. Because the air taught to clamp down and stuff like that. But it did effectively ruin the match, like to be fair. It it did, but like having said that, you know Wales should have won it in the end. Like you know, I thought it was very bad out of Stephen Jones. Mm. Not, like if that was a Ron O'Gara or to be fair Johnny Sexton, like they would have they would have drops st- into pocket. Yeah, you know, but stuck it over. And yeah. he had the chance, Jones, and he didn't. But anyways, I just want to play one clip and before we move away from the controversy, right? Yeah. 
Alan Roland. You know, let's get it into perspective. He's refereed all over the world. He's refereed, you know, Heineken Cup finals. He refereed the last Rugby World Cup final. He is supposed to be one of the best referees in the world. I'm sorry, he has made a terrible decision there. Terrible. Well, Getty, um, uh, obviously disappointment for you, but seemed to be, uh, you know, that first half losing Sam and also Adam Jones. Yeah, I just feel like the destiny of the result was sort of taken out of our hands with the with a red card. I mean, I can understand he's lifted him, that's a yellow card, but he's let him go. He hasn't driven his head into the ground, so does that mean from now on, every time there's a tackle made and you lift someone, it's got to be a red card? I just feel gutted. I mean, he's not a dirty player. He's such a great player. Why spoil a World Cup semi-final by giving a red card? I think he's absolutely gutted about it. But, so that France have won. I thought our players showed great character, but a couple of shots of goal we had nailed, you know, we might have won the game, but to be down to 40 men against you know, a world-class opposition and have a chance to win. It just shows, you know, what sort of character players got. So I'm, from that point of view, I'm you know, really, really proud of our boys. Um, could you... Well, that was Juan Gatlin, and you could feel for him, like, you know. You could, but, like, at the same time, he said that um, it ruined the game. It did ruin the game, but he said that um, they should have won. But, like, they had their chances. They had their chances. I don't feel sorry for him at all at the yeah. same time. Do you know what I mean? Like, Stephen, Stephen Jones and their Grand Slam win. Like, Stephen Jones didn't put the ball over the bar. Like, same half penny. Half penny was in, an inch from putting that Inches, ball over the bar. Yeah. And if he put it over the bar, he would have won. And then they wouldn't have said anything. But they, well, they would have because he's, he's banned for three weeks now. He's actually, yeah, he got a, a three-week suspension by the way. Yeah. But, um, like, they had a chance to win it. They didn't win it. Reese Priestland was a big loss for them. Um, Hook and Jones didn't do the yeah, business. And Priest, that's it. It really, because, like, they were, I mean, when Priestland started against Ireland, everyone was questioning why you don't to start Jones and yeah. Hook, like, you know, but it showed that Priestland was really a massive loss, like, you know, because yeah, yeah. Hook and Jones they didn't step up to the plate, like, that's you know. It, when you get continuity like that, like, uh, Priestland's playing well and he has the backs outside and raw clicking, like, yeah. Jones has been sitting on the bench for three weeks and he just doesn't have the business. Yeah. You know I, mean? I think that's probably the end of Jones now, to be fair. Because yeah. you have Priestland and Hook now and you've. Dan Bigger, who's uh, back in Wales as well, so that's yeah. probably the end of him. Like, sad, yeah. sad to see, like, in a way, sad, yeah. like, because like to be fair, he was a great player, like, you know, down yeah, yeah. years. But anyway, time is pushing on, and we better have a look at New Zealand. Were awesome this morning. Like, mm, I thought mm. that was one of the most complete performances ever ever seen from any rugby every, team. Like, every know? single aspect of the play, like, as in their tackling, their their rocking, the mauling, the back play. Everything, um, all defensively, everything they did was they just shot Australia down. Like yeah. any team could have played them today, and they wouldn't have won. So yeah. that was the be- that was the best team performance I'd say, yeah, ever. I'd say, really. Yeah, definitely. I am. Um, uh, they were just they were top notch. I've no doubt if Dan Carter was playing, I think they would have beaten by double the score. Like you know, but they should have beaten double the score because Perry Weepu missed uh, about four kicks goal. Yeah, penalties. He hit one off the post, and he badly missed two or three others. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like they could be fair, but it uh, must be said Aaron Cruden isn't doing too bad. Like yeah, Aaron Cruden is is a great player, I think. Yeah, but he's lively. Like yeah, well the the thing I was delighted Australia got beaten in a way because um, Craig Cooper. No, I, I actually don't mind Craig Cooper. Look, I I know he's a bit of a shepherd, but I thought it was very unfair what the cameraman did towards the end of the game. Like like he had a tough time, he had a tough week, and the camera just stayed on him for the closing minutes as if yeah. to say you were to blame today. Like you know, and it wasn't like you know, but I'm delighted. That they lost because Australia don't have a scrum, right? Yeah. Like the, very, very obvious. Yeah, there's there's actually a lot of pressure in the game of rugby at the moment to scrap the scrum, you know. And well, that'd be the likes of Miga and the fatties from the game. <laughs> big hand, like you know, you have to have a scrum, like you know. Yeah. And it's turning, uh, into, turning it into a rugby yeah, league situation. And right? if Australia won it, they'd they'd be able to put the argument forward. Oh, well, we won the World Cup without having a scrum, like you know. Yeah. So. I, but that said, New Zealand don't have a great scrum either, like. Well, that's it's not great, like I. Like well, it's fairly battered Australia, but it's going to be interesting when they play France because 
France got an awesome. I think France are the best scrummagers in the world, in my opinion. Think so? Really think so? I do because. What, what about South Africa? What about what no, about what about Argentina? What I about know, Italy? I, I just think uh, France are old school. Like you know, you see their props. Their props are barely six foot. Like you know, yeah, like yeah. they're real. They're real stocky yeah, and, and they have like yeah. the old the old gut. Like you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Well, they really are old school. Like you know, but um, tell us moving on to the final anyway. What like what you reckon, Aaron? I think it has to be New Zealand. Um, yeah. Uh, I th- I think uh, I think our man New Zealand or Lieberman like with France. Um, no matter yeah. how much you're gonna write them down, and they will be written down this week. I yeah. think. At some, uh, and New Zealand will be afraid of them at the same time. Yeah. But um, you can't win the World Cup with two out two scrum halves. Do you know what I mean? Right. Para is not an out half. Yeah. And they're just going to be vulnerable at the back, I think. Having said that, I thought he had a good game. Um, he played well for a half, or well, for the first half anyway, I thought, yeah, yeah. Like, you know. But I, that Trinduk is, I think, is way better, to be, to, I, in my personal opinion. like. Yeah. But uh, I just think don't think they have um, the all-round game of New Zealand. New Zealand, like, in, in the stats, I was looking at the stats this morning for the Australia-New Zealand game, every stat, every single stat, possession, territory... Uh, meters kicked, meters run, tackles made, ta- uh, like every good statistic, not tackles missed, obviously. Yeah. Every good statistic, New Zealand beat uh, Australian, and that's that's how that's what they're capable of. Like, yeah. they can go out and dominate a match, like, yeah. and uh, like especially if France, like, if, if they can get into the France, if get into France at the start, then France could be a bit wobbly, and that, that's it. Gotta love the French, though. The whole thing mm. is a shambles, and they still manage to get to the final. Like, it's you know? so, it's so typical. But even Mark Lieberman today, did you hear him? He was calling yeah. these players that are spoilt and are. Pricks and all this, like, yeah, you know, spoil, but, uh, spoiled brats. I think is the, yeah. is the quote. And you see his mustache; he's grown a mustache. Ah, he demands it. <laughs> demands a weirdo, like you he's, know. He's actually to put it lightly, but like um, go on, go on, let you yeah. go on. I don't think the friends de- deal with normality very well. Yeah, uh, they have to be upset to play well. Yeah. So uh, the more upset they are, the better they'll probably play. And the fact they didn't play well in the semi-final means that they could have a good game in the final. Yeah. But still, I think New Zealand are going to on top. What do you think? Well, you'd have to say New Zealand, but I, be honest, I would love to see the French win it because the English team are the only side from the Northern Hemisphere to win the uh, World, Cup. World Cup, and it'd be nice to see another Northern Hemisphere it, team win it. It's funny though, cause um, the the final four pairings, shall we say, the the final and the semi final or the third place playoff are the same as they were in nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, I know. It's, it's I was thinking uh, that myself. Destiny, yeah. like Destiny, you know. Yeah, so Wales could be could win the third place. I don't know. Yeah. Ah, well, it'll be interesting to see anyway. But um, mm. all money has to be on New Zealand. I think so. But we better uh, have a look at more local matters anyway. Yeah. Um, I just call out a few scores here on the AL that I thought were interesting to have a look at. Young Munster are absolutely flying it at the moment. Um, 37-13, they beat Blackrock, so they did. Yeah, they did very well. Yeah, they, they didn't lose any players and they brought in a lot of players. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted one from Division uh, 2B. Uh, I wanted to highlight this one. Cashel 20, uh, Highfield 0. Now, Cashel were in the same league as you all uh, yeah, a few yeah. years ago and I'm telling you, they're going to go straight up the divisions because... So. There's a lot. Well, I t- there's they got a lot of player pool there because you know Rockwell isn't far from Cashel yeah, yeah. and but you know it's, they've done it's, well. It's it's kind of like it's it's leaving the traditional centres of Cork City. You know, yeah, like you you're three now are kind of coming up as well. Yeah. I think and you Cashel some of the, the the smaller outside the big centres of rugby are kind of coming up. I feel like a, a traditionally a great club yeah, kind of going down. Going backwards. Like. Yeah, it's good. It's good to see actually that it's coming more it's into good, the country. Yeah, yeah, you know. But um and the big one on Friday night for a Cork perspective was uh Dolphin Tain, Cork on seventeen. Yeah. Um, big one. It had yeah. two thousand supporters up in Musgrave. Yeah, and uh you wanted to give mention there and about the two of y'all lads involved. Yeah, Dave Cal, um captain of Dolphin and John uh, Johnny Quill. 
Yeah. And both both in the back row. Yeah. Uh, apparently Johnny Quill had a great game. I was actually at it myself and um to be honest, uh Dolphin um last played a the game, their winger knocked on the ball over mm. the line. Apparently he had a good game before that. Yeah. So you'd hate to be that fella, like, you yeah. know. He'll be living that down all week, like. Yeah, but to be fair, like, you know what you're gonna get with Dave, like, you know, but John Quill had he had a top notch game and it's good to see the all lads doing well, like, you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And um also my own club here, uh UCC <laughs> nine UL Bowls uh uh, 19 we um, how, do you, how do you explain that Neil? I, I don't know I don't know to be honest I know all the lads in the house are listening to this tonight so <laughs> I'll give them a shout out but um, no we, we lost that and myself involved in that and Brian Quill also um, is involved yeah. in that another young man so keep, but, it, keep it local yeah keep it local and just another few scores uh, Gary Owen 6 uh, Clontarf 9 um, like Gary Owen they've, they've pulled it around last year they nearly got relegated believe it or not but yeah. they've got in a lot of players now this year and you know it's it's a, co- it's a competitive league that, that's all I'd say like you yeah, know it's, it is, it's like you've got fellas there and they're on contracts with Munster and sure Tomas O'Leary prime example yeah. playing for Dolphin the other night and I'll just finish up just if there's anyone from Middleton listening in um Middleton had a bad loss against Old Wesley. Old Wesley forty-five, Middleton ten. Or own Garrett Hogan playing with them as well. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> isn't Gary McCarroll involved in them as well? Um, I think. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. No, well, he's doing dual status, I think. Today, so. Is he? Okay. Yeah, but anyways, uh, coming uh, to home matters. Um, tell us, Aaron, you you had a game tonight and you found out that y'all uh, y'all won today, didn't they? They did. They beat Ballincollig today. Open Ballincollig, great result, really. Yeah, I heard. I was on Sean O'Neill there, and he told us they won twenty four twenty two. Yeah. So um, there was it's, a it's, it's it's a massive result like to, to go away from home to yeah. Ballincollig. Traditionally, a very good team. Like they came down, like I think. Yeah, they were in they were in the, uh, first league last year, and you all have beaten them. And not just that, they got four tries. You all did. So yeah, they got a bonus point. They're so. going very well at the moment. Yeah, they beat Scarf last week. No, so well, I would say is, lads, if you're if you're listening there. The games run every Sunday at half two. If you're free, why not go up and watch yeah. it? Like you know, it's a good game to watch too. Yeah, like. give them a bit of support, like, and just um, the all ladies, um, they won uh twenty six twelve, which is uh great to see. Um, I just thought to give a mention there. If any girl wants to, uh, <laughs> I don't know where this is going. Now. Yeah, enlist in rugby. No, but to be fair, like, and they're uh, they're they're struggling along there, and they're uh, like. It's great for any girl that does actually want to play rugby in the area that can. And, play and again, like, again like rugby is a game for people of all sizes. You know, you don't have to be yeah. super fast wing or like yeah. you know, like like in J or soccer. You know, there, there's it's a game for all sizes and all, exactly. size, all people. But there's no need to be. Uh, um, don't be too uh, sensitive or anything, girl. So, but uh, Uno Fitz told me to give a shout out if there's anyone wanted to play to get onto her. So um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say in that matter. Um, all right, Aaron. Um, I think for we'll, song. Yeah, I'll just give the text number there again. Um, it's 087-2544-745, so please get in touch. And you can also Facebook and Twitter. The Benchwarmers. The Benchwarmers, yeah. And next up, we're going to play a song, and we're going to come back and talk about the Premiership.
Right, that was David Guetta, Titanian. And um, just a big shout out there to Joe Power. I was he was he gave me a lended lawnmower there this evening. He said he'd be listening. I was cutting the lawn there this evening. <laughs> um, all right. On next up, um, I'm going to play a clip here from Alex Ferguson. Um, the big game yesterday, of course. What did you make of that? Well, it's probably a typical United Liverpool game. Very intense, of course. I don't think the game really started until Liverpool scored. I think it was a good game after that. Do you think both sides cancelled each other out before that? Yeah, a little bit. I think that um, nothing, not, not a lot happened really. And towards the end of the game, David, uh, two good, well, two great saves from David De Gea. And we've had some good openings in the end of their box and just didn't quite finish. Yeah, I think the game was better after a goal scored. What did you make of the free kick that was awarded that led to Liverpool's goal? Rio oh. Ferdinand has admitted to us there was the slightest of contact. Yeah, well, we didn't know that in television, I must say, that very difficult. But, I mean, the referee's under a lot of pressure in these games, you know, and I'm not surprised they got the free kick. He could also have booked Rio and sent him off too? Yeah, of course he could have, if he was the last man, but John Evans was in, wasn't he? Has the wall got to do better for the free kick? Yeah, it's exactly the same as last year. The, the wide player has left the, 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 the wall. Ryan did that last year. It was Dan Fletcher did that. So it was bad, bad defensive play. Just before the free kick was awarded, though, you were looking to change it anyway. You were looking to bring on yeah, two subs. What yeah. were you looking to do? We were going to win the game at that stage because I th didn't think they were really threatening at all, really. Until they scored the goal. After they scored the goal, they didn't make a couple of chances, you know. As I say, the game did open up. We took the chance to win it, and that's quite right. It's, it's, uh, that's the name of the game. Because of the bench you had, were you reasonably confident of getting a goal? Uh, well, you know, we'll go and uh, nothing down with 15 minutes ago. You can't be confident, but you know, we've got the players that can do that. I mean, teacher each if you see the goal, it's absolutely fantastic because mm. Skittles get his arms right around him, mm. you know, and he's managed to free himself and get the header in. And his record of goal scoring is unbelievable. The boy, you know, he's he's just got that touch. And having lost the previous three here, is a point satisfactory? I think, in the, forget the last three games here, I think that in the context of today, I think our, resu our result is fair. Right, that was Alex Ferguson. Um, GC showed serious lack of respect. Lack of respect for Liverpool, in my opinion. I he said to himself, Champions League during the week, Man City next week. Ah, sure. You've been I'll be about content with the point. You've been half-plan about this Aussie. I don't think it was. Rooney, oh, Rooney on the bench, uh, Nanny on the bench, and he decides to bring him on, leave him off the pitch for, what, 60, 70 minutes? And yeah. he says, oh, we'll take him in the last, what, 20 or whatever? Um, in my opinion, I don't know. And you've Nanny, uh, Hernandez, and Rooney, who had... Uh, Nanny and Hernandez had two, two tough games during the week, and Rooney, who was sent off during the week. So, I don't know, maybe there's a lack of respect, but maybe he's just giving him a chance too, because, like, Rooney's head probably wasn't 100%, you know? And if yeah. he got sent off yesterday against Liverpool, especially against Liverpool, like... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Um... I don't know, maybe that's just my opinion. But, um, you was a United fan anyway. Yeah, I know, yeah. Sitting on the fence. In fairness, you're non-biased. Uh, <laughs> would you be happy with that result now? Um, yeah, has has to to be we're, a, we were clearly very very much outplayed in the whole game. Has to be a good result, though. Yeah. Uh, going to Enfield, uh, getting a point. It's all about next week, like, isn't yeah, it? Ex yeah, exactly. Uh, first of all, we were outplayed for the whole game. Uh, they had far more better chances than us. Yeah. Dave the Gay played brilliantly. So at uh, the point, I'm very happy at the point. If we go in our midweek uh, Champions League, get get a point, get more than a point. We have to win next week, yeah. midweek, and then the big one next week against Man City. All right, that's um, that's yeah. another person's doing it. I suppose. Yeah. Well, <laughs> to be fair, well, being the neutral here, I uh, I was watching it, and to be honest, I think the draw was a fair result in the end. Do you, like, think you know? so? 
maybe Liverpool kind of were slightly better, but probably did like the free kick was like it was, it was terrible soft. defending. Uh, it wasn't even a free kick from the first place. Uh, yeah, Adam Troom self like it yeah. wasn't a free, and then like the wall was shocking, like you know yeah. whatever happened there. But Giggs kind of went to the sides. But um, I think on balance, a draw was probably fair because it wasn't a free as you say, like you know. Yeah, yeah. But and do you hear this thing today that um. Suarez is very upset about apparent uh, racist claims made by Evra. Oh, Evra, I heard that, not, yeah. Uh, apparently the FA are going to investigate this. So, yeah. Uh, more to come, I said, that week. That, yeah. that could be a big thing. Like, Keep an eye on that over the week. Yeah, yeah. But um, Chelsea 3, Everton 1. Um, good result there for Chelsea. They're, they're, they're sneaking up behind, you know, they're, they're getting yeah. there. Yeah, um, it's strange. Like, they're, trying, they're, almost, they're almost in limbo, but they're still playing well. Like, yeah. I think he's trying to get them to play... Um, more better football you know, whereas Chelsea used to be all power 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 now Mata Mata played brilliantly yeah. Mata was superb I thought but um, they dragged Messi they're mixing the Drogba old Drogba had a good game I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh you too but the thing, this is it. I think they're mixing the old with the new you have Drogba who's traditionally a very powerful player doesn't not very technical and you have Mata who's done so they're mixing it well like Torres was suspended for this week obviously because he was yeah. sent off in the last game but um, they're, they're no matter what they do, they're they're climbing up behind yeah, us. Yeah, they, they won't be far off it anyway. No, well, no. you're so open as a Chelsea fan. <laughs> but um, Stoke 2, Fulham nil. Um, Stoke playing very well. Roy Delap. Roy oh, Delap. and this fella, um, John Walters. John Walters, yeah. yeah he's he's, I think he should definitely be called up before yeah. before this week for the Ireland. Yeah. He's been playing brilliantly for Stoke for last year. Like he's, he was, I think it was he was one of the top scorers last year in the league. I think next to Kenwin Jones. Um He's been playing brilliant, like and Rory Lapp is even too like Rory Lapp has been brilliant. He was injured there. Uh, yeah, but you couldn't bring him in. Like, he's, uh, he's playing. He's at. The, I think he's at the p- the peak of his career. So? Yeah. Jeez, he was. Know. He was an Irish player back in the day, like back in the two thousand and two, shall we say? And he kind of retired in, but I think he should nearly be brought back in. Yeah. Well, we live in hope. Um, Norwich three, Swansea one. Uh, oh, th- I think this is the game of the day. Um, yeah. They wouldn't have picked it before before the thing, but before the match is played, but like it was complete end to end open. Um, cracking pace to it like you know, this is probably the thing where you know, the lower division teams yeah. or the lower teams in the Premier League wouldn't have the skill maybe the United or the Liverpools but they do play at a, a tremendous pace and it was it was end to end and uh, um, shout out to Anthony Pilkington uh, former Irish in 21 uh, got two goals playing very well at the moment he, he did a bad miss against United there uh, two weeks ago yeah. but he's back among scores now this it's week it's great to see all these Irish fellas, fellas uh, yeah, getting in around the Premiership squads and stuff you know yeah, and for a change like, yeah, you know. Like, like even Stoke now doing well like um uh, um, I'm not sure where they are in the league. They're about ninth, I think, and like they're they're in the third round of the uh, league cup, and they're top of their group in Europe as well. So they're going very well. They're like. a tough team to beat. You know? Stoke, traditionally, uh, yeah, very tough. But um, all right. Uh, next up, um, uh, Wigan one, Bla- uh, Bolton three. Um, Bolton badly needed this. Yeah, they yeah. did. Uh, both teams badly needed this. To be fair, I didn't. But uh, Wigan. Um, uh, Terrible defending. Do you see? Do you see? Do you see it again? Or? I saw the highlights. Like you know. Yeah, they gave three ball, three balls away in their own defence and three goals came from it. Like, yeah. You can't do that and expect to survive in the Premiership. Like. But it was great for the ball manager because he's under a bit of pressure there. Like. He's a, I've experienced fit. He's one call. He's a great manager. I think, great so. manager. Yeah. yeah. But um, all right, and uh, QPR won, Blackburn won. Uh yeah, mm, I, I'm uh, cracking game there. Yeah. Oh, very boring. Shock. Oh, oh, terrible. Yeah. We'll move on then. Right? Yeah. <laughs> City four, Villa one. Uh, um, City playing very well again. Uh, Maribel Telly, do you see? He's 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 hot and he's cold. He's yes and he's no. Yeah. I think Katy Perry wrote that song about him. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like he was one minute he was gesturing at the crowd. Next minute he put the ball, put a great, scored a great goal, and like then he's falling on the ground and he's giving out to people. Like he's 
he's he's brilliant and he's terrible at the same time you know and that's the whole thing about him like and it's intriguing like, I, I was know. very disappointed in uh, Villa though I thought they were like really fair Man City were awesome but Villa were no great shapes like you know yeah. Mil- Milner's goal was class to see that oh yeah it's brilliant it was just cracker like um, uh, yeah, the, the, yeah. it really is going to be a belter next week like you know? I think yeah I think it will be too uh, and you've Jekko and Silva Jekko, uh, Silva and Nazareth come back into that Man City team as well like. yeah I don't know, they're playing very well. Promises to be good. Anyway, um, uh, Spurs 2, uh, Newcastle 2 today. Um, yeah, I didn't see this game, but like, uh, just in a word from Newcastle, like they're still in fourth place in the league, uh, unbeaten all season. Um, like, like They've conceded one league scores in the whole league so far. Yeah. So, like, I don't know what, what Alan, Alan Pardew was feeding him, but he, he's doing a good job anyway. Yeah, that's so, good to see, like, you know, so... Yeah. Um, Long may it last for Newcastle. Yeah. Anyways, I got our man Arsene Finger here. I got I was able to catch a word with him. <laughs> match at times, but the thing that's most interesting for you is all three points. Yes, uh, we had a good start for 25 minutes, and after, as soon as uh, Sander and Dick rise, you could feel that uh, uh, the confidence is still wobbling a little bit, and uh, uh, we were a little bit in between, in the grey zone f- until half time. Mm. Second half, it was uh, all us. They didn't create a chance in the second half, but uh, we needed something special from Robin Van Persie to make the difference. And uh, what matters at the moment for us is the three points. And also to be able to survive that tricky confidence as well. That's what we look for, you know, and uh, that comes back with points. Uh, the spirit is great in the team, I must say. Uh, absolutely fantastic. And uh, Sunderland defended today that four defenders and basically six midfielders who defended every inch of the pitch and uh, that they made it very difficult to, have to give them credit as well. You say you play well for the first 25 minutes, 29 seconds, you're ahead. It's the ideal start, isn't it? It's the ideal start after, uh, I believe, Jovino had a good chance uh, when Percy hit uh, the post, the uh, ball comes out and uh, they scored uh, with Seb Larsen a fantastic free kick and then you were back to square one and then I must say Wojciech kept us in the game on a special chance we had and after that second half I always had hope but it, they were very difficult to break down you could see that uh, the players like uh, O'Shea, Wes Brown, uh, Turner they have experience you know and uh, they know how to deal with these kind of games and their midfield worked very hard. Did you get a real captain's performance from Robin Van Persie today and were you also delighted to see in his programme notes him underlying his commitment to the club? I never had a doubt about that. Uh, Robin is a special player and he has shown it again today. And uh, when you need something special in a game, that's where you see the great players and he got that today. Were you becoming a little exasperated the amount of free kicks you had that were going high wide and not so handsome? That's where I believe it's still our weak point at the moment. with the number of corners and free kicks uh, we had today, we should make more of it and uh, we needed a special free kick. But uh, if you compare the number of free kicks we had, the number of free kicks they had and what they made of it, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you could see that you can make better. Back into the top half of the table, is that a big step in the right direction? It is. Uh, it's uncomfortable down there and uh, we want, of course, now to go. We are consistent with just uh, lost one game recently, but uh, when you are where we, we are, of course, the, the confidence suffers quickly. 
Alright, that was Arsene Wenger. Um, you do very well catch up all these people now. Yeah, yeah, I must say, no. Uh, but they're climbing up the they're climbing up the table, they're into the top half of the table now. Uh, yeah, they're uh, they're tenth, just so it's our top half of the table. But uh, they dominated again for a whole, they dominated the whole game for about until, for about all but fifteen minutes. Yeah. Um, they were very good. Ramban Persie was on right. It was top notch. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Um, but. The still the defence was still a bit shaky at times. And yeah. they need to sort that out if they're not, if they're gonna keep going up the table they have to sort that out. If not then if if Robin Van Price doesn't play well then they're gonna lose again, do you know what I mean? So Yeah. They have to sort that out, seriously. Yeah, well look, I don't know what to make of the man Arsenal Jamaica like, you know. But I think he's a great manager. Like I don't Oh know, he I is like, but like you're on about they're gonna to have to sort the defence out. Well the, the what they should have done for that was bought a player, but um he won't do that, like. But anyways, that's a whole other. We could be here talking till the cows come home if we get into that now. Can but I just pick you up on that? So, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think I think just if they get a settled defense, the same with any team. United are the same. United are giving away a lot of chances recently because they haven't the settled defense. Like they've bought a couple of players over the last day. They've bought um, Scaracci, Juru, uh, Mertesacker. You know, you have to give these time players to bed in. Like I know they're not brilliant at the moment, but not every player is brilliant when they started the club. Like, yeah. took Jonas Kapoor a couple of years, Jonas Kapoor for Tottenham, and now he's a great defender, he's starting every week for him, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So just give him, I'd give him a little after Christmas to see how they are, and if they're still bad after Christmas, then it could be under pressure then. Alright, and um, here's uh, my second club, Wolves, they are going bad at the moment after starting off with... Yeah, they missed West Midlands derby. Yeah, 2-0 uh, West Brom. Yeah. So, um, like... Did want to make it want to start pulling his socks up? I always have faith in Mick. I think Mick will always pull it out of the bag. I I don't know. I think I think no matter what they do, they're still going to get results and they're still going to stay in the Premiership. They might not be the most attractive team, but they're full of guile. Yeah. The one thing they have, they they're full of guile and they're just just about scrape through every time. Yeah. You know what I mean. All right. Um, you all had a good win today in the soccer, or um, when was it? Sorry, no. It was the Friday. Sorry. Friday. Four against, one. Uh, four against against Croft and Celtic. Um, I don't know where the Croft and Celtic from. I've never heard of them in my life. Um, sorry, sorry for Croft and Celtic people. Um, Tommy Butler, David O'Keefe scored a penalty. Yeah, uh, Robert Cohen and Lee Desmond scored uh, yeah. in that victory. They're playing uh, for my uh, next week in the, in the intermediate cup sec- uh, second round. Yeah. Uh, above Najar Park, uh, Friday at quarter eight. Quarter quarter eight next Friday, Bank Holiday. So yeah. I get a good try and get a good crowd up to that. So. Yeah, if they could, because uh, they could hopefully they get another good run going in the cup, mm. or like last year, like you know. Yeah. So um, and they're not they have a good squad now this year. They've yeah. they plenty of players. I heard Jamie Lawton talking there Friday. He was saying that um, they have a good healthy squad of players. Like so, if they miss one or two players, they have to get a couple of injuries. Then um, they're not they're not going to be missing that many. Yeah. All right. Well. Um, yeah. Well, hopefully you get up to that now next Friday at a uh, quarter to eight. Yeah. Um. Anyways, um. I'll just call out the text number there again. It's oh eight seven two five four four seven four five to contact us here on the show, and you can also Facebook and Twitter us the Benchwarmers. Um. We're going to go to an ad break now, but uh, come back with us, and we're going to be talking GA, and we're going to be joined by Peter Queeley uh, talking about last week's uh, county final. Broadcasting to Yalltown and the surrounding rural area on one o four FM. You're in tune with Community Radio Yall. Lucy 
Lucy Carpet and Flooring, proud sponsors of the Joyce Country Show, are now celebrating their sixth year at Yall Business Park. With over 25 years in business, serving the people of Yall and the surrounding areas. We give you great quality, value, price and service. So why not call and view our budget price carpets, vinyls, rugs, laminated flooring, ready-made curtains, poles and accessories. We are moving with the times at Lucy Carpet and Flooring. Yall Business Park, Foxhall Yall. Call 024-93314. Hennessy Construction, Clashmore. Specialising in old chimney restoration, stonework, blockwork and brickwork. Services include restoration and refurbishment of old and listed buildings with huge experience in period restoration and extensions and conservatories to suit your needs and budget. Fully insured and C2 registered. Call Tom Hennessy now on 087-7935-397 for your free quote or estimate. Hennessy Construction, sponsored Tuesdays, y'all at 5 on CRY 104FM. Why does Brendan O'Connor think Mace isn't always ace? Don't get me wrong, right? Mace is brilliant, and they're Irish. But do they have to be such good value? Look, I'm a TV hard man. It's my job not to smile. But I drop into Mace with a face that would curdle milk, and next thing I'm grinning like an idiot. Special offers everywhere, this buy one, get one free lark. You try frowning when you're laughing inside. Mace makes it way too easy to feel good about shopping. I don't mean to smile like it just happens. Mace, we make it easy. Tell me about it. Crowley's Mace are the proud sponsors of The Jane Holly Show. You're in tune with Community Radio Yall. Will you fight? No! We will run! And we will live! Shame on you! This could be the greatest night of our lives. But you're gonna let it be the worst. And I guarantee a week won't go by in your life. You won't regret walking out, letting them get the best of you. Well, I'm not going home. You've got too far! And I'm gonna stay right here and fight for this lost cause. A day may come when the courage of men fails. But it is not this day. The line must be drawn here. This far, no farther. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. You're going to work harder than you ever worked before. But that's fine. We'll just get tougher with it. If a person grits his teeth and shows real determination... Failure is not an option. That's how winning is done. Believe me when I say we can break this army here. And win just one for the giver. But I say to you, what every warrior has known since the beginning of time, you've got to get mad. I mean plum mad dog mean. If you would be free men, then you must fight to fulfill that promise. They just cut out their living guts one inch at a time. And they will know what we can do. <laughs> Let no man forget how menacing we are. We are lions. You're like a big bear, man. This is your time. Seize the day. Never surrender. Victory or death. Patch the Chicago. Who's with me? Clap. That they may take our lives, but they'll never take our Independence Day. That was um, about 40 inspirational stuff from films in two minutes there. 
we were hoping to have Peter Quigley on the line there, but we find we're finding hard to get through from there. Um, no fear, we'll just myself and Aaron will battle on here and we'll. Uh, we got a text in there um, from someone from Waterford. Uh, they wanted to discuss um, whether about Michael Ryan, who's become the new Waterford manager uh, tomorrow night. Uh, he's been ratified. Um, just want to know because uh, he's because he's from Waterford. Uh, does this mean the county has no money to get a manager from outside? And um, just don't want to discuss it. Uh, but I I disagree. I wouldn't agree with that no. because um, like if you look at us. Um, should have had Justin McCarthy before that, you know, yeah. and they're always getting in these outside managers. And like, you know, why not look at fellas from their own county? Like? Um, they haven't had a manager from inside the county since 1996, I think. Yeah, 1996 is the last time they had a manager from Waterford that was managing Waterford senior herders. So really, yeah, it's, uh, like this is a bit of change, like do you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, yeah, Justin, you Davy, like so. Um, and to be fair, Waterford County Board probably don't have any money. So I think it's perfect, perfect opportunity to point from from Waterford, like yeah, um, to like people from Waterford know Waterford hurling best, and they know the values of Waterford hurling. Waterford hurling is like its own breed of hurling, like maybe it's what they need, like you know, the team mm. is going into a new stage now, a new development. A lot of yeah, older fellows going out, you know. Yeah, maybe they need a fella from grassroots, you know, to bring it on again, like you know, like like uh, like John Milan now, kind of like Tony Brown, you Brick Wash, kind of coming to the end of their careers, like so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this I think this is what this is going to be good for them. Like, um, Mike Ryan, he was I think he was in charge of De La Salle for a while, and he's in, he was in charge of Dublin Ladies Footballers there last year, I think. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think it could be good. Like, um, yeah, he's not a massive personality in the game either, so that's probably what you need. Like, yeah. But don't worry, anyway, we'll Car- put it, we'll put it to Peter Quigley when he uh, yeah, if comes that down person even wants to ring in to discuss with us if they, if they disagree with us completely, you can yeah. ring in. Um, what's the number do you remember? Um, I put you on the spot now. Yeah. <laughs> it's nine double one nine nine. Yeah. What um please yeah. If you have any opinion on that, anyone's wrong, ring in. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Um, Sean Oak is back in the car current team. He is on he training is, panel at the moment. He is indeed, but I I I, I don't know about it. Like you know, because like. Serious? What age is he like? You know. Um. Oh, he's in he's mid thirties. I'd say like thirty four at least. Look, what's point bringing him back then? Like you know. Very much experience. I think you have uh, a car squad that's lacks a bit of experience. Like you've, um, I know you probably have your your dear Connor twins, Tom Kenny and stuff. But do they think Sean Ogle will come in and save the day? You know, like do they? Because well, like, like it's in bad way at the moment. Like well, it shouldn't be because they're like it's we it's a big hurling county and there's quality out there. Like you know. But like we didn't have a good championship last year, like you know. Yeah, but um, we lost Ronan Curran, like, and actually we've lost Jerry O'Connor. I said Jerry O'Connor is Jerry O'Connor is actually retired now, so we're losing players uh, all over the place. Like so, especially yeah. in half back line, I think Sean Og could add something to us that we we'd kind of missed last year. I know we need to go to young players, but we, and we yeah. do we genuinely do need to go to young players. Yeah. But you get you, it's hard just to throw them into maybe a t- because we're playing temporary, like I think first next year. Yeah. So you can't you can't just, throw just young players in. One thing of that, he's back training with the Cork team, yeah. But yeah. like I, I thought, don't they have the rule that you're not supposed to train in certain, or is that November yeah, December? Yeah, that's the uh, rule. Yeah, I think uh, what they do sometimes to get around the rule is that they train in groups of three or four or something. Right. So that um, yeah, but they still have meetings and stuff. Like they're still together. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't just wait till January because there'll be no preparation done then, and they'll be destroyed in the league, and then there's no preparation for championship then either. I suppose yeah. just the way the game's gone, oh, it's nearly it's like it's it's only amateur name now, like isn't it? Like, yeah, it is know? exactly. It's, it's it's it is professional, nearly like. Yeah. Um, do you want to, we should probably give a mention to the um, All Stars out next week. Oh yeah. Um, Footballer of the Year out of this three: Alan Brogan, Darren O'Sullivan, and Stephen Cluxon. Two carry lad, two uh, two Dublin lads in a carry lad. Who do you think of that? I'd love to see. I'm surprised Alan Brogan isn't there, no? Really? Alan Brogan, yeah. Alan Sorry. Brogan, Darren O'Sullivan, and Stephen. All Cluxon. right. Uh, I'd love to see Stephen Cluxon get it. 
like yeah. you know because he won't even go to Exeter Ward then uh, Ward then I know yeah, but look whatever about that you know I'm not even going to comment about that now right mm. but um, <laughs> um, no I'd love to see him win it because when when did ever a goalkeeper win a player of the year in football and to be fair I think it took some guts uh, stepping up taking that free and not just that like you know he's been he's been centre to the whole Dublin team for how many years you know yeah, he's yeah. been back ten years, like. like he made him do interviews or whatever but he's always like he is the main man behind the goal, like you know, like I don't think they would have would have won anything really without him, like you know. I think it is really it is really all set up from like, but um, yeah, Darren Sullivan I think is great here. So I know I know they didn't win it, but if Kerry won, I think Darren probably or Sullivan would probably be her footballer of the year. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you can't be watching Stephen Toxin. He's great. He's great year. Uh, hurling, uh, or young hur- or hurler there. Sorry, you have Michael Fenley, Park Matter, and uh, Tommy Walsh, two Kilkenny and one Tipperary. I think Michael Finney Michael Finney as well yeah. I'd agree with you yeah I'd love yeah. to see him get it Tommy Walsh you, you can't rule him out like no but didn't he get that award before didn't he he did yeah but that hasn't stopped him before no <laughs> like he's what's he going for he's 7th all star or something isn't he? oh I'd say it's more I'd say he's nearly 10 at this stage yeah. he's nearly been there every year since I'd uh, say 2000 <laughs> yeah great like talk about a man that plays on the edge like you know yeah. like, oh on the that, edge is not like, the word Jeez, like uh, last year he shouldn't have been sent off if you ask me like you know he was so on the edge like you know yeah um, young hurler there, uh, Liam Rush, uh, Declan Hannon of Limerick, and Parik Manny of Watford. Um, why is it good Liam Rush? I thought Liam he was Rush good. Dublin, yeah. yeah. He's probably the highest profile of them, and he, he's kind of midfield for Dublin now. He, he'll probably get um, on the All-Star team as well, won't he, yeah. Liam Rush? Parik Manor, good player uh, for Watford, but yeah, probably go to Liam Rush, I think. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, plus, yeah, that, so they're out next week. Probably, we'll probably reflect on those next week. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Right. And we've Ozzy Roos coming up next week, actually, is it? Not, not next oh, week. Um, sure. no, you're middle of October. Stephen Cluxton. Um, captain. Geez. What do you make of that? I, just, I don't know what to say. Like, I, he shouldn't be captain, like, you know. No? He shouldn't. Like, like, if he can't do interviews, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he can't. Should they were saying that he won't even go up and lift the cup? Or uh, he, he would, I'd say. But they were saying that in some paper. I was reading it. Or he, he definitely won't make a speech. I don't know if they win. Well, do they make speeches? I can't remember now, actually. But Probably. Yeah, I don't know, actually. Yeah. Well, but like, uh, the captain can be more important, I think, within the concept of the team than the outside. Like, we're only looking from outside, you know what I mean? We've no influence on in what happens to the team. And the captain is all about yeah, the team, like, do you know what I mean? I don't care about that because I think. Um, uh, the captain is supposed to be the face of a team like you know yeah, yeah. he's supposed to be a representative of the team and it says a lot when he can't talk to the media like you know I think that's that's bad in my book like you know but yeah I think I, I disagree completely there I, we're right. going to fight over this now um, like I, even take, if, if you're going to take it in rugby context like yeah like yeah I know about you but Brian Driscoll but like Paul O'Connell is the leader there like yeah you know what I mean? name one other captain that doesn't speak to the media <sighs> none <laughs> yeah, I know, but like, in the context of a team, in a, t- in a team dynamic, you kind of have some players who are natural leaders, and some players who, without I, them, I, you can't you can't play well. I understand. You know I, mean? I understand that. Like, and obviously, he's that's what Stephen Cluxton is, and he might be a good talker within the team. Like, you know. Yeah. But I still think every captain has to like he has to answer questions to the media. Like, you know, that's like sure. That's very bad for the profile of the game. Then, if like he's yeah. not going to come out and talk to the media, like but there's know? plenty of players in that team. You've probably Dublin fellas and stuff that will t- talk to the media for forever. Like, do you know what I mean? Talking about themselves. To I, media I know that, but like he's so you just leave them off into the press conference. Yeah, like, do you know what I mean? Like, like you always see with the Irish team or the soccer team, the the rugby team or the soccer team, yeah. the the captain's always sitting beside the coach, like you know. Yeah. And yeah. he's always they're always talking it up with the media. Now, what are you going to have? Just Anthony Dohal and then. An empty seat. 
Oh, and you get someone else, like, you know what I mean? There's yeah, plenty of fellas there, like. Yeah, but he's supposed to be the captain. Anyways, look, we're going to think about <laughs> it. Anyways, um, you wanted to call out a few of the county scores. Uh, UCC, or they, la- or they won, didn't they? Yeah, UCC won today, yeah. Um, they beat um, uh, Castlehaven by a couple of points. Uh, yeah. Good win to them. Bally Gunner um, won very well today as well against uh, Tallow at 119 to 6 points kind of a bit of a, a hammering there for them yeah um, that's kind of the more local ones um, I didn't hear who won the Tipperary one Drumminch um, or his prize package I think in the Tipperary I haven't. I didn't hear who won that but they beat Tarla Sarsfields in the same final so I don't know I, I, I don't think it pays well for them yeah. uh, usually lower teams don't do well I think when they get into the finals like you said Crossbutton Rangers they were playing um, in, in, in the Armagh uh, Senior Football Championship and they had, they've been in the final of Armagh Senior Football Championship 55 times the yeah. team they were playing is their first ex- first team and they won well like so I don't know yeah so yeah we should probably go for a song yeah yeah um, we're, yeah people talking in the background here don't we just read the paper now <laughs> We're actually joined now by uh, Peter Quigley. Peter, do we have you there? Yeah, you have me here, yeah. Peter, how's it going? Good, good. Thanks for joining us there. Um, well, we just said we'd get you on there to discuss about um, last week's. Um, tell us, what did you make of it, Peter? Actually, it was very disappointing now, Neville, to be honest with you. You know, it took a, a while to get over it now, I suppose. It didn't really... We probably had a few uh a pints after the game and a few pints monday and i suppose it was really wednesday before the the real disappointment sank in you know and uh took a few days to get over but sure look that's that's life you know there's plenty of county finals on the telly and that today around the country and yeah there was a winner and a loser in each game unfortunately for us last week we, we were on the losing end yeah well, it was a pity really because like you did like it really brought a lot of color to the town like and you did do it and like Having said that, you really did have a good season, like, you know, it's just a pity you couldn't top it off, like, you know? Actually, sure it would have been the icing and the cake, you know, there was there was great colour around and it was commented on by a, a good few friends of mine from Westwater that were in around the town last, they couldn't get over how well decked out the town was and that, and, uh, yeah, look, we had a, a good season in Hurling, we had decent enough season in football too, we weren't far off that either, yeah. you know, but uh, it would have been nice at the end of it all to have a, have a cup or uh, a trophy at the end of it. Yeah, just a uh, quick. Do you think the occasion got to any of the players or anything? Because I was I was at the game now myself, and like um, like you really did. I thought you had debating them, like you know, like in the last ten minutes, you know, you really showed that you had them, like you know. But like I think you kind of gave them a bit of a. There was too much of a gap, wasn't it? Six points there at one stage. I'm not sure now, but you kind of yeah. gave them a bit of a gap there, like you know. We did, yeah. It took a while to settle. Now look, I don't know about the occasion getting the fellas, but it was definitely new to the lads. You know, it was. Uh, took them a while to adapt a bit like you know and like you said uh, they opened up a, a bit of a gap before half time and we found it hard to bridge that gap you know we came into it a bit in the second half but the likes of course he's had the experience of being there twice before and that kind of stood to him and they were, they were out of the blocks a bit faster and you know they were hell bent on, on holding on and, and not losing and you know they put their bodies on the line in the last few minutes to make sure we didn't we didn't uh, get a goal and, and beat him in the end so that little bit of experience of playing in two previous finals uh, kind of stood to course in the end. Yeah, well, I'm joined here now by um, Aaron Kenny here. He's beside <laughs> me, um, one of the young up-and-coming players. But wh- what's the future now for you all? Do you think there, do you think we can get to another county next year or maybe the year after? Oh, yeah, I think they're definitely capable of, you know. I think, uh, uh, I suppose, the, 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 the favourites for the intermediate at the start of the year this year would have been courses. 
Yeah. You know, they they topped the league and they 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 went on and won ultimately won the the the, the county championship. I think of course he's gone up now. I think y'all will probably be one of the favourites next year. You know, so uh, if if they do their work right, you know, if they apply themselves the way they did this year, you know, I see no reason why they can't come back uh, next season and 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 repeat what uh, Corsi's did this year. And like the likes of Aaron, and there is some very good young fellas there. You know, Aaron and uh, Adrian Court and a few more there. Uh, Powell Manny, there's a lot of good young fellas there, and there's some youngsters coming through as well. Like and you know the the lads that played last Sunday. There's none of them that old. You know, uh, in general, the most of them are in their early to mid twenties. So you know, there's the, the future. Uh, the future is good still for for Yard Hurling. Mm-hmm. From a personal point of view, like um, from the first season, like I was involved, it was probably true. Yeah, three years ago now, I'd say it was first the second Douglas, the second year we played Douglas and lost. We lost Douglas that year in the quarter final, like, and um, after replay, and last year we lost track and after replay in the semi final. This year we're in the final against Corsi's, you know what I mean? The graph is going, we're going up, like, and it's just next step now, like, and we'll talk down to experience, like, and we'll come back next year, I think, I don't know. Do you yeah, know? We'll be there, thereabouts, yeah, exactly. like? Exactly. It's all, it's all about progressing every year, like, you know, and, uh, you know, I, it's just a little bit of tweaking here and there, and in fairness, one one thing that really stood to us this year was the strength and depth we have, you know. we, yeah. we the, the panel kept getting stronger as the year went on, you know, and we kept using guys and new fellas coming on and playing playing their part, and... It just made competition for places much harder, and uh, you know that's 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 very healthy to have such competition for places. And if that can continue next year, and look as well as if you want to win something, you know you have to get a bit of a rub of the green too. And I don't think we had much of a rub of the green all season. You know I think maybe in the, la- the second half against Newstown the replay was the one day that things started to go for us. We started getting a few refereeing decisions and stuff like that. But for the rest of the year, not nothing really went for us. You know we picked up some bad injuries and. I think that really told in the end last last Sunday as well. You know, the mi- missing Nigel Roach through through injury, uh, Owen Coleman through injury, and uh, John Grace. Grace through suspension. Like they were three huge losses. And you know, if if the if the shoe was on the other foot, and course he's had to line out with three key players like that. I think they'd have found it very hard to win last Sunday. Yeah, for, I think from like a player's point of view, like the, the most killing thing is when you're a better team than the team you play and you still lose. You know, we're just not performing on the day maybe like, and that's the killer thing. We were we were better. T- we are a better team than Corsi's. And we deserve to be a senior hurling team, and I think we will be in the next two or three years. We have to be like, there's no, we can't be held back. I think. Yeah, mm. I agree with you. Yeah, look, it was a, it was a big goal and a right when we know that we can perform better than we did last week. You know, I, I also do think that uh, playing um, playing only uh, eight days previously in a semi final was a bit of a hindrance. You know, it, mm. it doesn't give you much time to to recover and uh, and get right for a final and that. You know, it's. So that's that's uh, that's another aspect that you can put down to the you know not perform to your potential, but you also have to give uh, Corsi a bit of credit too. I think they hunted in packs and you know made it very hard for lads on the ball, and uh, uh, you know that's probably the reason why why they won in the end. Um, yeah, I just want I, I want to thank you, Peter, for the year, and I, I think like the one thing that really stood out for me like was the meeting before we played the county final. Like Peter wrote a note to every player and gave it to a friend, and I think that was brilliant. Like. Um, I think I think everyone went home for that meeting. Kind of can't wait to read their note. Like, and I think everyone was really happy. I don't know. Some players, you know, would be very disappointed after being left out. You know, and sometimes you go away from the meeting, maybe you wouldn't be as happy or be like, oh, I really want to come on. You know, and I'm disappointed not starting. But I think every player went away like that night, really happy. I think we were all ready for the counter final. It just didn't happen in the day. Like, so I think I'd like to thank Peter for that. Like, it was great, great year. Like. Yeah, cheers, Aaron. I appreciate that. Look, uh, one thing that really stood to us this year was the spirit that we had in the whole squad, not just the. The 15 or 18 fellas that played on any given day, but the whole squad really rode in together, you know, and that that made it a special year as well. In fairness.